the distance. They immediately exited the road and biked into the woods until they were out of sight. They parked by a tall tree and quickly climbed up onto some of its higher branches. Secure in the tree, they turned to get their first view of the now mysterious ProAct facility. It was surrounded by the most wicked-looking chain-link fence either of them had ever seen. A lethal, two-foot-high coil of spiked wire, wound very tightly, ran along the top of the entire length of fence, like a giant steel slinky made almost entirely of knife blades. The fence created a square enclosure, about a quarter of a mile on each side. Reagan shook her head, almost unable to believe her eyes. I've seen barbed wire fences before, but this is like something out of a horror movie. This makes regular barbed wire look like a joke. Yeah, said her brother, nodding slowly. I've heard about this stuff. I think it's called razor wire. Reagan studied the fence more closely and realized that the tightly spaced blades were exactly that. Razors, with pointed barbs at both ends. It's well named, she noted grimly. Their dad had mentioned a laser alarm system and video monitors soon to come, but the sight of this deadly razor wire barrier left no room for doubt. Their mom had been correct. This place had some serious security. Off to one corner, they quickly spotted the main ProAct building. It was large, modern, and very impressive. It was also unfinished. Unfinished? So why the hurry for their parents to come here? Off in the distance, they could see what appeared to be large signs attached to the perimeter fence at regular intervals. Ryan lifted the binoculars, put them to his eyes, and focused in on one of the signs. Warning. Do not enter. Intruders will be shot on sight. He swallowed hard. Saying nothing, he handed the binoculars to his sister sitting on the branch beside him. He watched a troubled look come over her face as she read one of the signs. Not exactly what I would call a friendly greeting, she noted wryly. Ryan nodded. I guess they ran out of the signs that say welcome to ProAct with bright yellow happy faces painted on them. Reagan smiled as she continued scanning. A few seconds later, she pointed and said, can you see those men just inside the fence over there? Ryan followed her finger and could make out four men near the fence, looking small in the distance. What were they doing? Reagan carefully turned a small dial on the front of the binoculars to improve the focus. They must be the ones who shut down the laser alarm system. It looks to me as if they're checking to make sure it was reset properly. She paused. Take a look. Ryan put the binoculars to his eyes. Two of the men were throwing powder high into the air and watching intently. The falling powder passed through two previously invisible laser beams each the thickness of a broom handle, and in so doing turned them both red and easy to see. Ryan had seen a movie about a thief trying to steal a diamond from the middle of a room protected by countless such invisible beams crisscrossing the floor. Lasers of the type that only produce light and not searing heat. Anything that blocked one of the beams for even an instant, like part of a thief's body, triggered an alarm. 
Particles from a powder mist, however, could make the beams temporarily visible without fully blocking them and setting off the alarms. The beams ran parallel to the fence line, about three feet in from it. One beam was about a foot above the ground, and the other was about four feet up. Someone who managed the impossible task of getting through the fence without being cut to ribbons and without being seen by the cameras would still have a nasty little surprise waiting for them when they took their first step or two and walked through one or both of the invisible beams. Ryan's brow furrowed in deep concentration. An interesting thought occurred to him. He used the binoculars to carefully explore the entire fence perimeter, foot by foot, looking intently for something in particular. After five minutes, he found it. He lowered the binoculars. It was time for them to leave. They needed to beat their parents home.